Good morning, everyone. And again, blessed Easter to you. My friends, as a pastor, I hear from people, um, uh, Roman Catholics, Christians of other denominations, uh, people uh, who don't particularly have any belief in anything. And uh, one of the things I hear about often is the thing that irritates them about Christians. You know what irritates me about you Christians? I'm like, let me have it. Always so optimistic about everything, no matter what's going on, no matter how difficult it is, you guys with your hope and hope. But then I have others that it's the other end. You know what irritates me about you Christians? You're all so grumpy and grouchy, cantankerous. You're not nice. And I thought, oh, yeah, nothing will chase someone away from Christianity than that. And in that, they were like, and you guys hang on to your stories? Like the story we have today, that's just unbelievable. Exactly, it is. You guys cling to your past and how you look at your future. <clears throat> so I want to address this today. Our celebration of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, we call it Easter. It is of great significance for all people, for all time. And its celebration is so great that it does touch the past and the present and the future. Our God lives outside of linear time. He created time. He doesn't live within it. He abides over it. And my friends, so we who live in linear time in this world... We remember the past, and we remember it um, in faith. And we do. We look to the future with hope. And we are called to live now, in this present time, with love and with hope. We remember the past, the resurrection of Jesus from the dead, because we were not eyewitnesses of the resurrection, unless someone here is, and they want to speak to me after Mass and let me know. Over 2,000 years ago, you were there. So we embrace the truth of this account on the authority of his best friends, who we know as the apostles and the disciples. God's revelation through them, God's revelation through Scripture, and as it is communicated through the church. The church's faith is proclaimed to us in Scripture, and within the liturgical celebration of Easter Sunday, St. Paul put the event of the resurrection in perspective. If Christ has not been raised, our preaching is void of content, and your faith is empty. It is shallow and hollow. Without the resurrection, our faith about the past, how we believe it and understand it, collapses. Our joyful anticipation of the future, then, gives way to despair and sadness. And our celebration in the present is lacking. It's hollow. But thank be to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the story is true. We have received grace. We have received the gift of faith to understand those things that we cannot see, those realities that are hard to understand. So, my friends, we do. We look to the future then in hope. The hope is a conviction that we, like Christ, will be raised from the dead 
to fullness of life. And this is a key piece of the Christian faith. A lot of people, including Christians, find it easier to accept the resurrection of Jesus Christ than their own. After all, Christ is the very Son of God. He's divine. <clears throat> he does not die. It seems natural that his death would lead to the resurrection. But here is the surprise, people. The gift of Easter is that the resurrection is for all who will believe in him. This is his words. This is his promise. If he was the only one ever to be resurrected from the dead in the body, I guess you go home and watch TV. Jesus was raised in our human flesh. Remember, he is fully human and fully divine. So when he suffered, he really suffered. And when he died, he really died. It wasn't a game. It wasn't pretend. He wasn't an actor. <clears throat> Thus, it is human death that has been defeated. So faith in Christ's resurrection leads us to faith that we who believe in him and walk in his ways will experience the same thing. But even now, the scriptures say, even now, through your baptism, do you live a life of resurrection? And that's why it's kind of strange to have Christians who are cranky all the time. Are you living a resurrected life? Are you living a life of hope? What about the world? Yeah. What about it? If you only look at the world and see darkness, do you have a problem? I recognize the challenges of the world. I see the violence. I see the hurt and the anger. But I also see peace and joy and love. What Jesus did to combat all of that when he came and walked as Jesus of Nazareth on this earth. My friend, an Easter celebration of the resurrection of Christ is devoid of significance unless we have that firm belief and hope about our own resurrection one day. The hope to which God invites us is based on the truth contained in his words and promises. My friends, yes, human death is unavoidable in this world. <laughs> the very Son of God experienced it. It is unavoidable. We cannot escape it. But only a life of sin makes human death a tragedy. If you live a life of love and hope and forgiveness and mercy... You are walking in his ways. Jesus has destroyed eternal human death by overcoming all these things. Human death will not be the final step into nothingness. It will be a transition, if you will. He calls it going home to the Father. Uh, he sp spoke about it, uh, about Lazarus. He just fell asleep. I'm going to wake him up. It is a transition from this understanding and this existence into the very fullness of life. And here's where, here's where it gets tricky. Everybody, lots of people think the only fullness of life is right now and what I have and what I possess and, and nothing else. That's the lie. There is so much more. And this is the confident hope in the future that leads us to live now now is the time for Christians to be living a life of hope and of love. If you want to live with Christ in the happiness of eternity, you must live as he did and walk as he did on this earth. 
and for Christians who understand clearly what that means. We know that the example of Christ is for us to be unselfish, to be generous with our time, with our treasures, to love, to forgive, to be merciful, to have charity of heart, to have a prayer life, extending charity of heart and mind to those who we encounter, and especially, as Jesus said, to those that just doesn't like you. They don't like you. The response back is, well, I love you, and I'm going to pray for you, and don't say it in a mean way. I'm going to pray for you. <laughs> I'm going to pray for you. It's an opportunity. I'm going to pray for you. And to be of service to others, not just to ourselves. Easter is past, present, and future. As we receive the risen Christ in the Holy Eucharist, we are strengthened in our faith in Christ's resurrection in the past. And we are fortified to live a life of hope and joy and faith in the present in his name. And we are given a pledge of our own resurrection in the future. Easter is intended uh, to be a great celebration of our Christian faith. So my friends, to be a Christian is to be a person of hope because of the resurrection of Christ. My friends, we acknowledge Good Friday. Good Friday was a day of great darkness and hurt, and human death comes to everyone. And so does Holy Saturday, the day of mourning, a day that felt so empty. On such days, yes, it is hard for the Christian to hold on, but we have to because Easter Sunday, a day of life, a joy will come for each of his believers also. May the Lord in his goodness open your minds and hearts so that you may believe the good news of his victory over human death and sin. In his love for you, God draws us upwards into his existence, into his eternity, into what we know as the fullness of life, really. We go forward more confidently and hopefully because of his promise, because of his blessed assurance, because of his love. God loves us. This has always been the story. We love stories. Christianity is a love story about God and his people. And you're in the story. You decide how the story is going to end. Jesus lives happily ever after with the Father. If you want to have that ending, be nice to people. <laughs> Forgive them. Stop being cantankerous. Not only does Christ want you to have eternal life, but I, the pastor, want you to have eternal life. And you start living that now. And my friends, in the words of Venerable Bishop Fulton Sheen, God love you, and bye now.